Welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're Chris and Jamie Bailey. We're married, we're Christian counselors, and we're marriage coaches. We're here because we want to help you have what we have, a God-centered, fun, connected marriage filled with friendship and laughter. And we know what God has done for us, and we trust that He can do the same thing for you. So, no matter where you're at in your marriage, join us as we share biblical truth, practical tips, and lots of laughs along the way. Get ready, because we're going to help you. Enjoy the journey. And welcome to another podcast episode. Uh, we are, <laughs> I'm, I'm always excited when you we start are, these. It you is. Are, it's and it's fun. always adorable. <laughs> it's fun for us. Hopefully it's fun for you all. Uh, and it, it, enjoying the journey is really more than a tagline. We've said it before. We want you to enjoy the journey. We are ourselves are trying to work to enjoy our journey. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just all enjoy the journey together. Together. <laughs> Right? Why not? <laughs> uh, today we're going to be talking about something that you know it per- hits me a little personally, near and dear, near to your and heart. dear to my heart, your sweet sweetheart. Uh, you know about being a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and also you know how to know if you are a people pleaser because if you've been following us for any length of time, you've probably heard that I am a recovering people pleaser. Mm-hmm. My name is Chris. Hi, Chris. Yeah. And um, and I always do that joke every time, every single time, and I like it. <laughs> No, uh, you know, but it's it's okay. Right? You know, it, it certainly don't want to throw it out there. Like being a, a pleaser or being a people pleaser is a bad thing in of its in of itself. Right. That's right. that's not what we're saying. Being an avoider is not a bad thing in yourself. Or you know, other types of of personality imprints, love styles, attachment styles. You know, depending on mm-hmm. what you've heard, right? They're not in of themselves bad things. It's just if we fall into the weaknesses that are prone to those, that's when it can be a problem. Right. Right. And so, being a people pleaser isn't necessarily a, a personality Mm-mm. in itself. That's true. But some personalities. Lend, lend themselves more easily to becoming a people pleaser. And we're going to talk a little bit more yeah. about that. The same with avoidance and different things like that. And explosiveness. Just throw that in there. Volatility. <laughs> There's that or, word or, again. Or like the word I like to use is passion. Yes, we that's use, right. We use passion at the Bailey household. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I guess let's start off with you know what a people pleaser is. and and or, or what a people pleaser does, I guess, is probably maybe more accurate they pursue the happiness of others at the expense of their own well-being mm-hmm. i kind of sometimes think about it it's not being emotionally codependent mm-hmm. um but their emotional well-being or their their feeling of being okay it depends on somebody else being okay right right if the people around them are happy and content and okay that's how they know that they're okay right well and also it's predictable Mm-hmm. Right, you know, because if everybody's smiling, then chances are bad things aren't going to happen. Right, you right, know? and and that's the belief. Anyway, the, that's where you find find your comfort. It is. Well, yeah, it's, it's a faulty belief, but certainly it's it's a belief. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were doing a, a marriage retreat once, and I was asked by you know, and I'm again, I am a fellow people pleaser, right, recovering people pleaser. And somebody, I guess, it rubbed them the wrong way. They felt that I was being negative towards pleasing. Um, types of imprints and they ask well what's wrong with being you know wanting to do nice things to please people what's wrong with pleasing people and really there's nothing as long as your motives mm-hmm. are, are good as long as that you're doing it something nice for somebody for the sake of being nice not to get the result 
of being right. nice from. Right. And that's that's kind of a great segue into where we were going to go next with this. Why, thanks. I know. You didn't We've even done plan this that. once or twice. <laughs> but there's reasons why people become people pleasers, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, you know, there's a few reasons we're going to throw out there. One of the reasons is low self-esteem. Yeah, worthiness kind of. Yes, and that's somebody who doesn't really value themselves, and they don't feel their needs are important. They're kind of back in the corner themselves, and, Mm -hmm. and they just don't... They just don't value themselves really. And so and another one is is somebody who's insecure. Right. And that's a little bit different than the lower self-esteem. The insecurity is more of I need to please them because that's how they'll like me. Mm-hmm. People will only like me if I make them happy, if I do things for them, and if I sacrifice my life <laughs> for for people. Right. If I say no to people, they won't want to be around me. Right. They won't like me. So I need to say yes to things that they ask of me and to offer up things. Right. So you're pleasing them, but really what you're doing is you're trying to please yourself and get something in return for it. Oh, yeah. And that's that, that's that line that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So pleasing is great for the sake of, hey, I just want to do this nice thing for you. Yeah. But pleasing is not so great when it's, hey, I want to do this nice thing for you so I can find my value. Right. <laughs> you know, so you will like me. So I will feel better. All of those things. Yeah. Or so I don't have this feeling in the, you know, that I blew it and there's nothing I can do to fix it. Right. Which really, I think that's probably one of the chords that ties a lot of, of pleasers together mm-hmm. is we mm-hmm. have this feeling that if we, we don't want to blow it. It's, right. a, it's a pit of the stomach feeling that we hate and so we do a lot of things to make sure it doesn't happen. Right. And that's, you know, to talk about it in our marriage a little bit, even in a small way, this is a struggle. You know, we know all couples with the, what do you want to eat? You know, where do you want to go to dinner? <laughs> that's an issue for a lot of us. But some of us, it's just, you know, an irritating issue. Mm-hmm. But for a people pleaser, it's a crisis. Oh, absolutely. It is a crisis. If I choose the wrong place to go or if the service isn't good, the food's not good, then it's somehow my fault. I'm the one who's responsible for everybody having a bad time. Yes, yes. And you really take it on yourself that you ruined everything for everybody. Oh, absolutely. So that's where, you know, that can come from too. But another one is perfectionism. Mm -hmm. If you're a perfectionist, sometimes they can become people pleasers, not always, but they can, you know, have that attitude of everything and everyone has to be good. So I'm just going to take care of all the things and let me sacrifice myself. So that way everything is okay. Yeah, I can create the right environment. Right. And lastly, and this is kind of the big root of where the other three potentially come from. Mm-hmm. People pleasers more than often come from having a painful history of some form, you know, having learned this in their home. Maybe, you know, they had way too high of standards put upon them. Maybe they had a very needy parent mm-hmm. who needed them. Or if you're coming from a home that has a lot of turmoil in it, sure. you may have learned to be, you know what, I need to be good because I need to bring the peace. Yeah, it's I'm, all on me. And so there's lots of different home environments that could have caused this. And so that's that's one of the issues that really feeds in to lower self-esteem, to insecurity. It shapes perfectionism. So that shaping that the home you grew up in could actually, you know, be a big contributor to shaping some people pleasing in you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've learned how to navigate relationships throughout our lives based off of what's modeled in the houses where we lived in, mm-hmm. other relationships we were in. So it's going to, there's ways we learn to navigate, particularly when they're, when you're dealing with conflict, when you're mm-hmm. dealing with escalation. Yeah. 
So yeah, that, and that's where some of the personality traits can come in too. Sure. Oh yeah. Where you can have two entirely different kids growing up in the exact same atmosphere, but they do different things with it. Mm-hmm. They go different different ways. One may learn to become an avoider, and another one may learn to become this perfect little child. Yeah. Who who has to please the whole family? But it's definitely something to take into consideration. To take it another direction now, here are some signs of knowing that you might be a people pleaser. Sure. I mean, just in case it's escaped you or escaped mm-hmm. your spouse because you might not be aware. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, some people know, oh, yeah, they're a pleaser. That, that, yeah. that person's a people pleaser. But sometimes you, it's not as apparent or as, what's the word I'm looking for, as like in your face. Kind yeah. Of. Well, I think what happens is a lot of people feel like this is good and this is right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where, you know, you've got a podcast episode, you did a bonus episode on the difference between nice versus kind. Right. People pleasing feels very nice and people struggle with not people pleasing because to them it feels mean. Yeah, it feels like I'm not being nice. Okay. And the second thing is apologizing for things that aren't your fault. Mm -hmm. Big people pleaser trait, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, your food wasn't good. Sorry that you know the things that are out of my control that really have nothing to do with me. It's not just it's, it's not empathizing. Mm-hmm. It's really more the fact of taking that upon myself and feeling bad. Yeah, you're the person maybe that runs into a chair and apologizes to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, Yeah. that that could be a pleaser. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a big clue. So if you're constantly apologizing for things that are not your fault, that's a clue you're in this people pleaser category. Mm -hmm. And then also here, I'll let you share about this one about resentment. (laughs) Let's talk about resentment because don't laugh because this was a problem for us. This was a big thing. (laughs) I don't know. Just the way I'll let you share about the built up resentment. You know what? Last episode, you called me volatile. Volatile. No, I didn't call you you volatile. I just said sometimes your behavior is passionate. Passionate, right? You know, another term is is vacillator. If you're into the attachment theory, but yeah, one of the challenges of being a pleaser and not having a voice, not sharing how you really feel, is you'll build up resentment. Mm -hmm. Right? You know. Yes, you you will. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So you know. And, you know, it's, it's this joke about this underlying anger, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of um, that where the if you're familiar with the Avengers uh, first movie with the Incredible Hulk, when Banner gets onto the scene and they're like, don't you need to suit up? You know, don't, you know, don't you need to get angry? He's like, that's my secret. I'm always angry. And he's saying that. <laughs> and while he's turning it, he turns into the Hulk right at that time. <laughs> And that's why what's the uh, that's what's really weird this this pleasing kind of person you know who's always yes. trying to make people happy and avoiding conflict all of a sudden <laughs> can be <laughs> that is so true and they're like jumping on you and, and attacking you and you know what and you did this and you did that and you yeah. haven't done that because you've been holding on to so much for so long they've got this bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, that they've been hold on, of resentments yes. that now dumping out. And Why? the person on the other side is going, what the heck is happening? <laughs> I, I had no idea you were upset about that. I had no idea you didn't want to go there or you didn't want to do this. Yeah, or... you told me it was okay at the time. Yes, yes. And that's exactly what happens. And so a people pleaser will often have a lot of inner turmoil mm-hmm. and a lot of resentment. And so if all of a sudden you, you end up in an argument maybe with your spouse and you are dumping out 
about everything. Well, because we're having an argument already. You're already right. upset, so might as well get it all. Right. All and then the all of a sudden it all comes out at one time. Yeah. You just might be a people pleaser. Sure. And see, one of the dangers, and you know, it's not uncommon for us to hear about couples who one of the spouses all of a sudden is withdrawing and saying that they mm-hmm. don't want to do any have anything more to do with the relationship. Well, one of those possible reasons is because they didn't ever feel like they had a voice because they were a pleaser right. and they didn't share right. that they didn't have a voice. Yeah, and they were thinking it was their spouse. They couldn't have a voice because of their spouse, but really they couldn't have a voice because they weren't willing to use it. Yeah, they chose not to have to right. deal with the emotional or potential emotional turmoil. Right, and one of the other things is someone who's a people pleaser likely will tolerate hurtful hurtful or abusive behaviors just in the name of keeping the peace. Mm -hmm. I will let him or her speak to me like that. I will let them have their way all the time. It's not a big deal. They get like that. They just, you know, they work it out. They don't mean it. Right. You know, they're just upset, you know, and and it's okay. Let's just, you know. And we see this with people pleasers whose parents have boundaries issues mm-hmm. it's well you know I, I can't change them and you can't but right. you know they there there's nothing we can do that's just they're they're set in their ways they're right. older and so this is just anything, what we have to do yeah anything that would make waves they will avoid mm-hmm. they will avoid it and so they end up settling for a mediocre or bad marriage just to avoid upsetting their spouse right and the counterintuitive thing about that is it's upsetting to a spouse for you not to have a voice, right. for you not to have opinion, or for you to all of a sudden say something contrary to what you said a couple of weeks ago. Right. Because it was okay a couple of weeks, but now all of a sudden it's not. So how do I know I can trust that what you're telling me now is truthful? Right. And that's one of the things, not being a people pleaser, but being married to one was one of our struggles. And your mm-hmm. whole goal was to keep me happy, but you were almost doing the exact opposite. No, yeah. Because I, I couldn't trust you to be honest with me. Sure. I mean, even over the simple, do you want to go here to eat? I never even know if you really wanted to go there <laughs> because I couldn't trust what you were what you were saying and that's just a small scale mm-hmm. but it applied to bigger things do mm-hmm. you want to go on vacation here do you want to buy this for the house do you want and it would always be confusing oh, yeah. i don't know trying to hold to a budget you right. know it's like, no no we'll buy that honey if right. that makes you happy yes and that's not that what that does the person on the other side of a people pleaser it makes them feel like a bully and a little bit of a jerk mm-hmm. an ogre yes because it, it puts me in the position you know, I feel like you. I'm telling you what to do all the time, and mm-hmm. I want you to have a voice. Yeah. I want to know what makes you happy. I want to know what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And when you are constantly in a people-pleasing state, that removes that from me, and it puts me in a position of, of being a little bit like a jerk. Yeah. Well, another negative effect that it has on relationships is that other spouse can start to lose respect for you. Yes. Because yeah, you and allow we went down yourself that road. to, to you, yeah, you allow yourself mm-hmm. to be treated like a doormat, and mm-hmm. you didn't want that. Okay, let's yeah, you said we went down that road. You didn't want me to let, to allow you to treat me like a doormat. So then you push a little harder because like, what's it going to take for you to get a belly of me right. and stand up for yourself? Right, and and that's what we did, and we mm-hmm. did our work and and did that, and you still have your people pleasing tendencies. You know, they'll come out in small ways, but we talk about them and we deal with them and we did the work and we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. But the last thing, you'll know you're a people pleaser if you are constantly emotionally exhausted 
because you kind of have an inability to enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, at home or with a group of people, you're usually sitting there constantly worried. Yeah. You're always on. You're making sure is everybody okay? Is everybody having like Chris was yeah. saying in the beginning, you're scanning the room and you're making sure that everybody else is doing okay. Yeah, you're hypervigilant. Yeah. yeah, I once went all the way from from Greece <laughs> to Japan and back just to make sure everybody had the food that they wanted for lunch. <laughs> We went to Epcot. It was at Epcot. We went to Epcot. But he did. And no one knew that I was doing that. No. And we're just telling him, spouting off our food orders. But his people-pleasing ability there. (laughs) Superpower. Superpower actually made his life harder. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's all he needed to say is, here's where we're at. We're in Mexico. What do y'all want? But instead... Although he, don't eat in Mexico and, and Epcot. It's just not... It's not that good. Not that good. It's no, not that no. good. You're right. Good <laughs> bonus. Bonus material there. But really, it, it's just... And we would have been totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. But he so much wanted to make us all happy. He exhausted himself and literally ran across the park. And it, it's just unnecessary. Yeah. It's unnecessary. True. We don't need that. And so we don't want you being always exhausted. And so mm-hmm. now, how do you work on it? You're like, this is great, but what yeah. do we do? Help <laughs> Thanks me. Thanks for pointing out my flaws. Yes. And, and they're not flaws, baby. No, they're, 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 they're right. Flaws. They're not flaws. They're just places for growth. Yeah, areas they for are. growth. They're they absolutely. are because we don't want you stuck this way because mm-hmm. it's not fun for you. But you're thinking you're pleasing your spouse, but I promise you it's not fun for them either. No. When you try to please everybody, every, then everybody tends to be miserable. That's right. And That's then right. you may find yourself in that position. So I guess the first thing is talk to your spouse. Yes. Discuss your struggles. Ask for what you need. I mean, you know what? I, Jamie was very helpful. It, not as using their help as far as using them as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Right? So, oh, well, Jamie just won't let me. Right. Because here we, we hear that as a yes. problem with people. With parents and boundaries, yes. because there will be a pleaser spouse who does that. They will throw their spouse right under the bus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's more of, hey, look, I need your help to this. I need you to go ahead and, and ask me. When you double check with me, that that allows me to feel more freedom. Right. To... And that's what we do mm-hmm. is I will ask him because you want to let your spouse know that, hey, this is a struggle of mine. You're a team. And if one of you has a problem, you both have a problem. Definitely. And you should both be working on it. And so what that looks like for us is me asking him, are you sure this is okay with you? Mm-hmm. Me giving him permission, it's okay if you don't want to do this. I'll be fine. And there's conversations we've had where I'm like, honey, you need to get okay with me being upset sometimes. Yeah. Because I need the freedom to be mad about things Which was sometimes. hugely helpful. Yes. And so him doing that, and I would tell him, I'll get mad, but I will get over it. Yeah. But I'm allowed to be upset by things. Mm-hmm. And, and so that helps him grow as well. And so you definitely want to bring your spouse in on this. And what your spouse can do, there's very rarely two people pleasers that marry each other. Mm-hmm. They do it, but it's not It's not often. impossible, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't happen often. And chances are, if you're a people pleaser, you're married to somebody who does boundaries pretty well. Mm-hmm. And, and so that use that in your spouse. If you struggle with saying no, then come to your spouse and ask for their help. Ask for their insight. Right. Here's what this person's asking. Here's what's going on. Help me. And then listen to them. Yeah. Listen to them because it's something that they're better at than you. So use their wisdom in it and use their help. And also you want to allow yourself a pause. Yeah. Give yourself permission to have a pause. Process. Give yes. time to think about it. I hate when I'm very asked last minute, you know, hey, do you want to add on this or you could get this package or <laughs> stuff like that? You know yeah. what? 
It's just, you know, if I can't have 24 hours mm-hmm. to think about things, then I probably don't want it. Right. Right. And so don't allow yourself to be rushed or to be bullied into making a rash decision. You can use terms like, I'll think about it. I'm not sure yet. I will have to check. It's okay. Give yourself that pause. But more importantly, the biggest thing here with a people pleaser is it's your mindset. Mm -hmm. You've got to know that you're valuable. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You are not being selfish by asking for help, by asking for more time, by asking for your own needs to be met, by asking for time for yourself. And you're certainly not being selfish by asking for respect of your feelings, your thoughts, your likes, and your dislikes. Yeah, in theory, your spouse loves you and they want good things for you and good things for your marriage. Right. And so what we want you to do, if you are the people pleaser, we want to give you a little challenge. We want you, as soon as you get off this episode, forward it directly to your spouse. Don't and pause. Say, no, just do it now. No. Yeah, we just told them to ask for the pause, and now you say, just do it now. (laughs) (laughs) They're in turmoil now, honey. No, but really, send this to your spouse and say, baby, this is me. I need your help. Or listen to this. I want to talk about this with you later. Ask for something that you need. Mm -hmm. Bring them in on this, because you all need to work together as a couple. Because like I said, if if one of you has a problem, you both do. So at the end of the day... We want you to have the freedom to be kind, to be loving, to be supportive, but be a peacemaker Mm -hmm. and not a peacekeeper. Because after all, you also deserve to enjoy the journey. Mm